Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova stores, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry. Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors depending on what you're craving. They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food. Try all the flavors. Shop on Amazon today. Joelle? Hey, where? I don't see you. Joelle? Where are you? Joelle. Oh my God, you did not. Joelle. Where? I thought, I, Yo. Are we not meeting at the hospital? We. Who told you we were meeting at the hospital? I'm at the hospital. Where's everybody else? We are in our homes where it's safe. You're in your homes. I had to set this yes. whole camera thing up outside of the hospital. What are you <laughs> For goodness sakes. I thought we were. I thought we were recreating that. We we're doing this whole thing. Like you had, we had briefly uh, talked about. Wouldn't it be cool if we did like a live thing? But no, no. But listen, I admire your commitment, your well, dedication. I, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I this is why that. we love you here. Thank this you. This is amazing. I can't believe Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm so excited Hi. to do our second live show. I am thrilled to do our second live show. It's going to be great. We have a. What a banger of a show we have planned for today. Ooh, listen, the guys have been cooking for y'all. Made some important phone calls. Got it oh, going. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be amazing. They called the um, two you of guys, us. They yes. Said, hey, and we were like, you guys are going to be there, right? It. We're like, yes. <laughs> and now we're here and it's happening. Yes. And I'm yes. so excited. You guys in the chat, li listen, y'all already know fans are what makes the show move. It's what, what gives us our life blood. So we want to hear from you guys throughout. You can ask questions in the chat. Look right above yes. the chat screen. There should be a place for you to uh, drop your questions. And we've already gotten so many great ones. So I wanted to start off. Ooh, can I find it? Oh, yes. Okay. So there it is. Mike S. asked, yeah, right there. What was both Joelle and Daniel's history with Scrubs and what brought y'all to the podcast? Okay. Um, I can tell my story really, really quick. Please, um, please. I was in the office very early one day because I'm an early riser. 
And our boss, the fabulous Jack, said, hey, mm. are you a Scrubs fan? And I said, I'm a human. So, uh, yes, of uh, course, I love Scrubs. Yeah. And so I had to check it. And he was like, OK, well, we've got a really important call with Zach and Donald today. Could you come on and talk to them? I mean, guys, I was six weeks maybe into my employment. I was like, Fresh. what is this? What Fresh. we're doing? Oh, Fresh. my gosh. So we sat down, they started pitching the show, which is pretty much all the core elements we talked about in that conversation did make it to the show. Uh, and I was, I was hooked up. I was like, I have to be the one to produce the show. And so I felt I got really lucky and I was excited and I loved it. Daniel, how'd you come to be a part of Big Dr. Jill Fence? Well, a very similar experience. I was the uh, I was the only engineer at the office that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I you know at the time my position in the office was basically to be the person who starts the recordings, who makes sure that every recording goes smoothly, um, everybody is equipped properly, and is good to go when an actual recording starts. Right. Um, and uh, same kind of thing where Jack was like, "Hey, man, we need we need someone to you know set up this Scrubs recording," and. Uh, I knew that high school me who watched Scrubs every single episode and was a huge yes. fan and actually sang Guy Love at a high school performance uh, was it. like, I, oh yeah, I was like, I got to, I'm, I'm in. So I dropped off some equipment <laughs> for the boys and here we are, a whole live History. show, two live shows later. Ooh, oh my gosh. We're so lucky uh, that we got to be a part of this show. Uh, yep. You guys, the fans are incredible and we're not going to make you wait anymore. Nope. You, the main attractions are coming up Right now, right now, <laughs> guys, welcome Zach and Donald. Yeah. Aloha. I can't hear our music. Play our music. Play it loud. Yes. Donald, you picked this jam. This is a banger. I don't, I don't know this banger. I don't know this. You know this bop? No, I need to get to know the bop. What are you doing? <laughs> bop and a half. What has happened in your life that you are not listening to the radio? I, we are I, on I, We are down with iHeart, and you don't know popular music. I, that, is that his oh, new jam? Oh is that Bruno's new jam? It's not only Bruno. It's Anderson <laughs> Pack. Like it's freaking Silk fire. Sonic. Silk Sonic, baby. Mm. Hi, everybody. Mm. We're in back a room live. Dimes. You would be a hundred dollars. Donald, wave to everybody. Donald, wave to everybody. Aloha. Hi, everybody all over the world. Aloha. We're, we're so glad you're here. We're so excited. We had so <laughs> much fun doing this last time. That I put on second, Gucci. I put yeah. on Gucci for y'all. Yeah, and Donald's in his <laughs> closet, and his daughter just took a shower. So he's it's very hot in there. He's wearing wool it's a little misty. People. It's a little but I'm wearing I'm wearing corduroy in Manhattan on the summer for you guys because I wanted to look my best. I only oh, have I only, I only have winter suits. I don't have I, summer suits. I don't have summer suits either. Yeah, what that's is a summer problem. suit? A, like a, a summer suit sucker. is like remember when Obama wore that suit and got all that flack? That's a summer oh, the tan suit. suit. Ooh, mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. Great suit. Light top suit. I don't have any light suits. All <laughs> anyway, I got is, everybody. All I got is winter suits. I'm so glad we're here. And Donald, don't feel bad. You can s strip layers as the show goes on. I, I would like to because this is really hot. I know. And we do you have a, a hand towel for your forehead because, like I rappers, would, ow, you're gonna ow. need. You know how like they keep it on the stage and they and they go like this. Yeah, you gotta you gotta, Yeah, you yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, because it's warm in this room. Yeah, you look sweaty <laughs> as fuck already. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus the light, the light is really, really hot. You guys, I'd like, I to, wanna... I'd like to take the jacket off now. If no, that's okay. not yet, Donald. Okay, okay. Please. Come on, at least let us welcome our first guest, but not just yet. I just want to say I'm so excited. 
I didn't really know which episode we were doing, and I just watched it, and um, we picked one of the saddest episodes in Scrubs history. <laughs> you were like, you were like, yo, you should do a rap recap for this. And then right. I watched the show, and I was like, you got to be out of your mind. There's no way. It's just like every, like everything that could happen. Well, did you, did you get any? Did you yeah, get I got anywhere a little something. Okay, well, show us where you started and, and where, where, where it would have gone, and then you realized that it was a very depressing episode okay. and you couldn't do it. <laughs> okay. It, it's, it's pretty quick, but it goes like okay, this. Okay, but it's the intro, I imagine. It goes, hey, yo, hey, yo. It goes like this. Okay, go ahead. Um, do you want your towel? Get um, your towel. Yo, wait, hold on. Yo, it's back. That fire recap. You could tell by the swell clientele we attract that me, DJ Daniel, Joel, and Zach are a real class act. It's a well-known fact. Yo, I come through with the good news to cure your blues. And then I watched the show and I was like, wait, hold up. Very nice. I was so good. So I love that in my mind, you like wrote an intro and you were like, this is gonna be awesome. And then you watched the show and you're like crying. You're like, I can't rap about this shit. <laughs> no, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. It's so sad. The, okay. the, the, the shining uh, bright spot of comedy in the show yeah. We'll get into it. It's Rob. It's Rob. Rob Mascio. Rob. And by the way, it's by the way, the funny thing about Scrubs, the ultimate this uh, the ultimate example of you can have the the crazy sad things that happen in the show, and then the other main story is the silliest fucking thing with Rob with Rob with Rob. Yeah, I can't say his name. Rob Mascio. You say yeah. Mascio or Mascio? I say Mash. I call him Mash. Rob Mashio. I say Mashio. All right. We'll find yeah. out maybe one day what it is. All right. Listen, we have a, I have so many surprises. Donald doesn't even know about some of the surprises. I don't know but, who's on the show tonight. Yes. I wanted to keep it from my, from my lover. Now, Joelle, um, we have a poll going just because we want you to know we do polls. How, how's the mm-hmm, poll going mm-hmm. so far, guys? We asked everyone what their favorite uh, podcast song is. Daniel, can you give us an update? All right. Well, when this poll comes up again, uh, I will be able to give you a full-on update. But right now, the chat is flying so fast. Are people happy in the chat? Oh, they're thrilled. Okay. Totally. Now, make sure you guys make sure you. I'm gonna look directly in the lens. You, Jim, Carol, Michael, Carl, Stephen, Diane, Jabari, Donald, (laughs) Howling, Ulisa. Yeah, you. Yes. Tariq if we haven't Malik. said your name, if we hadn't said your name, I'm talking to you. Make sure you ask a question because Serena. Joelle is going to look through them and look for good questions. Okay, Tanisha. Uh, without further ado, I can't waste any Lisa, more time. Renee. Let's bring in Donald. Focus. I'm sorry, I was just talking to all the girls. I love you <laughs> from around the way. Yo. Okay. I'm, just, I'm hyped. I'm I know. ready. I'm I know. ready. I know. I know. This is very exciting. We don't normally because um, we were naming people, clothes. and then all of a sudden, I got into Lisa, Angela, Pamela, Renee. I love you. You from around the way. You remember that? Hey. You don't remember that? Daniel might. I need an around the way girl. LL Cool J. She's the one for yes, totally. Thank I listen, guys. We have a jam packed show. We can't waste it on LL Cool J. No offense to Mr. Cool J. <laughs> oh, L, I love you, man. For life. I love that you always think these people are watching. LL. LL is watching the live show. LL, please don't turn off. He messaged me. I know you're watching the live show. I love you for real. Donald always talks to these famous people as though they watch. Like, no offense, LL. <laughs> but it's true. All right, listen. Uh, why don't we count down into the theme song and then bring in our guest? 
Sounds great to me. Classic stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. Shout him out. Now, the question in the uh, poll is, of course, what's your favorite song? I thought after that, maybe, Joel, we could do what's your favorite sound effect noise on my pad. No, please, God, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Why? No. Why? No, no, Are, you worried? Are you worried it's going to be this? Wanna... I dare it is. You worried it's going to be that? I didn't All right, hear it. So, Joel, when we're done with this poll, can you switch it to my most common sound effects noises? Dan will know them. Do you want to check in with the poll right now? <laughs> yes, check in with the poll. Bring the poll up. So... Uh, the question was, what is your favorite fake doctor's Can we show the poll? Um, um, Kayla Kayla is our tech rep today. Kayla, is it possible to show the poll? I think we or is that weird? Get the, get the, we could get the main screen up. It would show, it would show, the, entire, uh, it would show the entire live stream. Okay. The poll would be kind of small, but I'll, I'm happy to read it to you. Oh, okay, you read it to us in the meantime. Wait it to us. Okay. At the bottom, the caller song by Travi Wabby. Okay, no offense, Travi Wabby. It's a great song. No offense. Fourth place, Zach's ice cream song. AKA Oh, the new one, the new joint. I love yeah. it. I'm Third glad that's place. polling because sorry, Daniel, I'm glad that's polling because Please. it's brand new. And um and I got a I, I took a recording. Sorry, can I digress for one moment? You guys, I want to play I went out there today to the ice cream oh, truck. Oh yes. my god. And I I wanted you to hear what I hear nonstop. Nonstop. My recording, um, you'll there's a man that the, the ice cream truck parked and blocked the corner. And a gentleman in an electric wheelchair couldn't get by. And so you'll hear him complaining, rightfully so, about this friggin' ice cream truck. You can so say fucking, it's all right. It's fucking okay. ice cream truck. This is what I hear all day long. All day, Donald. It's it's really that perfect like slightly off Pop goes notes. It sounds like a it's out of a Kubrick movie. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. You want yeah. your fucking ice cream? All right. Well, I'm glad that's pulling. So okay, that's I, like, I like that we that's get mad when we say "come get your ice cream." No. Come get your ice cream. Okay, go ahead, Dan. Third place is Casey. Come down here. Oh, I, I thought that would have pulled higher. I thought that would have pulled higher. It's a bop. Okay. Well, in second place, another Travi Wabby classic, Joelle Monique is down yes. to get down. I mean, I really think that's the finest song that's ever been written by Travi Wabby. Well, according to our audience, the number one most favorite song on Fake Doctors Real Friends. Same what song. you trying to get in? Oh, a day issue. What you trying to do? The thing you try to What is it? All right. Oh, what is it? All right. Let's without further ado, without further ado, um, our special guest, one of the greatest actors in the world. Uh, Ever. If you don't believe that, watch this fucking episode. Holy shit, is he good? Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Johnny C. McGinley. Yes. There he is. Hi, guys. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, Zachy. Hi, Donald. Hi, Joel. Hello, sir. Johnny how C, are you? how are you, sir? I'm good. We're we're back at school. Everybody's uh, Kate just came home from soccer. Maxie's here. We're we're in full effect. We're in full effect. 
Um, Johnny, I got to tell you, when I picked the episode, I didn't know that it would be one of the saddest episodes ever. Um, and also I read online that it's one of our highest rated episodes, uh, you know, in terms of there's, I guess, IMDb or other, or other Metacritic they, people or fans or I don't know, maybe fans and critics, they rate each individual episode somehow. And I'm, I'm told this is tied with another one for um, people's favorite. Wow. And you know why that well, is, Johnny? Billy, because I'm just going to dive right in. Really write this. Who wrote this one? This is uh, uh, this it's is, Bill uh, with Tad, Tad Quill. Quill. Tad Quill with Bill. Obviously, yeah. all the writers, but Tad's name is on it. But we also, got John Michelle, shout him out, dude. Our editor, John Michelle, directed this episode. Our editor, John Michelle, did a fantastic job uh, directing this episode. But Johnny C, I just got to go right to it. Holy shit, your performance in this episode is incredible, and I just want to know how. Did you? How did you prepare for this? How did you? Um, what did? I, I, an actor doesn't just dive into a performance like you give at the end of the show. What did you? What, what was your process? Especially after well, five as, seasons. As you know, as you know, I I, I keep these, uh, and I had three, I had three notebooks for this season because we did twenty four episodes, so we were yeah, we were fully into it, and by the time we did this. Um, I wrote down that in September we went to the Emmys together. The that the spring, the, the fall before this would have been in in March or so because it was towards the end of the season. In November, I went up with uh, my girlfriend at the time, who would become my wife, uh, Nicole, and we went up to see for San Francisco uh, lose to the Giants in the NFC uh, Championship. And so a lot of things were happening. This was season five, and I, I wrote. In my in my notebook, I was obsessed this year. Um, in the in the front of the notebook, I sh I put show up, tell the truth, give compassion, and give love. And I thought that was, uh, and I didn't even know that Billy was going to write this episode. But that's what I was obsessed with this year. I was obsessed with compassion. And about four years before this, uh, I went down to uh, to Southport, North Carolina, and I did a an okay baseball movie um, called Summer Catch. And one night I was driving to Wilmington, which was about 30 minutes from where we were, Wilmington, North Carolina. And on the way home from Wilmington, uh, I, I heard this song on, on the radio by a group called uh, Kitka, K-I-K-T-A. And I pulled over and it was this women's ensemble. You can play it if you want, uh, Dan. Oh, Daniel, you have and, it? I think we do. And I, and I pulled over. It's, it suffered talking over, so it's okay. But I pulled over and I'd never heard anything like it. I'd always, it's a, it's a women's uh, Oakland, California vocal ensemble group that does mostly Eastern European, um, like harvest songs. I, I came to find this out. I didn't know any of this. I just pulled over. And the next day I called the radio station and I asked them what they were playing and they filled in the information and I just told you. And I felt like this this women's um, choral ensemble uh, was was sticking me. And then when we did this episode, I pulled it up, and it was what was going through my mind when you and I were doing the third act of this episode the whole time. And what it reminded me of was the isolation I felt when Max was born and we were in the neonatal intensive care unit for those two or three weeks. And it was very confusing and what's Down syndrome anyway. And 
I, I always felt like I had done something wrong. And so this blame, this blame game happens in the special needs community where you, surely you did something wrong. And it turns out you had nothing to do with it. And it's kind of an arrogant thing to think anyway. And so wait, no, I just, wanna, I just wanna pause, I wanna pause you there. So you guys can turn the music off, it's beautiful, but I, I just worry it's distracting for people. Um, Johnny, uh, just for people that don't know, um, you, uh, Johnny has a son with uh, Down syndrome. And so you, you're saying that you tapped into that experience because Co what Cox is, is saying is somehow making what happens in this, his, his fault, his, his doing. That's the connective tissue. And yeah. it had nothing to do with, I, I didn't know if Billy would render this storyline, but mm. I'm familiar uh, being a, uh, an Irish uh, person. I'm familiar with blame and guilt. And uh, I, I, that was all very accessible to me and yeah. immediately accessible as well as the, the posture. When, when you come in and, and we're in that doctor's uh, room, that, that, that lounge, um, I remember, I remember holding my stomach for two weeks, two or three weeks while we were down at the hospital with Maxi. I just kept, I don't even know why. I, I don't have any stomach issues. I don't, I don't I suffer from, from throwing up and stuff. I just felt like my insides were going to burst. And yeah. that's, that's what was accessible to me in this episode. Yeah. Well, God, it was so beautiful. And I'm sure I speak on behalf of everyone watching. But thank you for tapping into that, because, you know, the magic of this show, Johnny, as we always say, and as we said before, right before you came on, is that Bill Lawrence could create something that could have. I mean, I got goosebumps while you were talking. I got goosebumps about five times while watching the show. And then the other storyline is Todd um, just pretty much deciding that he's Coming fluid? to grips with his sexuality, yes. He's what, jo Joel, what goes beyond fluid? He will have sex with any He's type queer. of person. I think that's, isn't that queer? Isn't that what you, you can do? You can use the term queer or polyamorous, whatever best fits your situation. Okay, but yeah, but that's how do you fold in age there? Because at the end, he reveals he's also very attracted to seniors. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're available to all. You're open to whatever's You're still a I person. I love that about Todd, yeah. I, I love, love that about Todd too. Listen, this is the beauty. <laughs> when he's walking down that fucking hallway at the end, dude, and he's like, "That I like that." Yeah. What does he yeah. say? He's like, "I like that. I like that. I like that." Ooh, I like that. Okay. Can you do <laughs> that storyline in 2021? Could you do that in 2021? You could go further. You on could that go story even line. further. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Hot Italian yeah. sausage. Mm -hmm. No, 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 he can't be a sexual harasser. At yeah, the he certainly can't be. He what does he, he do with to, to the women's breasts? He can't be doing the, the no, 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 motorboating. No, 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 no. Motorboating. That's not allowed. Not allowed. I have a question to ask. There's a little yes. behind the scenes uh, thing. What if I just press record right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't press record either, Dan. <laughs> Daniel, I guess you that's never, on me. I guess like, well, you never told us to. We did talk about it a little yeah, bit. Daniel, you, you never yeah, mentioned did, it, and I forgot. But yeah, it's on now. For those of you, no, for those okay. of you, hello, that's, those, that's on me. Listen, for those in the audience, knowing, for those of you in the audience wondering what we're talking about, <laughs> we're supposed to be audio recording this for the for the eventual <laughs> real audio podcast. 
<laughs> and Daniel, our um, um, engineer in charge, never told Hello. us to do that. Daniel. Hello? Let's start from the top. Can we take it from the top? Yes, let's start no, over. No. Let's just start all over from the very beginning. We, this is why we have backup recordings. Our so we're fine. Oh, yeah. Let's record beginning, now. A very good place to Daniel, start. Daniel, in our defense, you never yes. told us to audio record. That so for those of you who are listening fair. to the audio recording, um, sorry. Uh, it I don't know what's shit. going on with my mic either, man. Yeah, like, this great. is not good. All right, don't okay, worry about it now. Listen, I'm we not... have an audience watching the show. Just focus on I just wanted to say, I just wanted to make it clear that I forgot to do that. And <laughs> I'm <okay>. sorry. <laughs> okay, listen, it's fine. Um, let's go to the top of the show, guys, because we are here to do a Scrubs Rewatch podcast. It's called My Lunch. And all JD wants is to go to lunch with his mentor, his hero, uh, Dr. Coxon. He's got an angle for it. And um, Johnny, you want nothing to do with it. <laughs> I think it's genius when you go, when you go, because it's ludicrous. It's yeah, just because it's it, ludicrous. It, it just seems like you're telling your absolute truth. Yeah. There's because no way it's ludicrous. There's no, and I don't think JD is putting on airs in his mind. That I don't is, either. There's, just, there's no way. There's no way you don't want to. And interestingly enough, you know, Cox doesn't give JD many inklings that he truly cares about him. He he doles them out very sparingly, but he but he does in this episode at the end. He really does say, hey, 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 hey. I want to give you. Uh, I, you need to know this about blaming yourself and it's the writing is so genius because of course unexpectedly it's, it's the come back setup of the it's the setup of well it's unexpected to johnny but to the audience i was like this is such a setup dude he's going yeah down. but you're watching it from an actor writer perspective i don't Absolutely. think the audience saw any of that coming i well i've seen this episode quite a few times now too but right. I, I will i will say this from the from my perspective it was like oh he just set himself up when he when he's giving JD this speech about how you know you can't blame yourself, and he has these three patients in the hospital, right, hanging on by a thread. It was like, dude, you are you are you are jinxing yourself. You do yeah. what Cox hates to do. You know what I mean? When like the episode when he's pitching the no when he's throwing the no hitter in the hospital with all the patients mm -hmm. and somebody's and everybody's trying to keep it down because they don't want him to know. It's the exact same thing here. But he crosses the line and says, you know, this is, you know, it's it 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 can't be your fault. Don't right. don't blame yourself. Right. And then it kicks him in his butt. This is where it kicks him in the butt. This is where it got me. Because when the first two passed away, it was like, oh, okay. They were yeah. gonna die anyway. But when the dude with the liver was it the liver or the kidney? The uh, kidney? With him, it's a kidney. Uh, Dave Bradford is right. Yeah, with the kidney. He wasn't supposed to die. He well, Johnny Cox, Cox says he had another month. He had another month. Yeah. yeah. Now, oh, Johnny, you'd worked with that, that actor. Hadn't you I worked think, with him? Yeah, he's my a dear friend of mine. We went to NYU grad together, David Allen Warshawski, who is now the oh. dean of the grad acting theater program at USC. Wow. And, uh, oh. He's one of the finest actors on the planet and also an acting coach that I use, I uh, use him for, uh, for, to get ready to go do Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I was, Zachy came to see, I did a, a, a revival of Glenn Gary with Al Pacino and Bobby Cannavale about five years ago. And I went, that was I was incredible. commuting down to USC to use David as my coach. And uh, wow. So there's a lot of history there. 
can well, I ask you a question he, before or after, before or during, uh, while you were uh, doing the play? Did you go before to get coached or during? Yeah, two months. I spent two months commuting back and forth to USC from out here in Malibu, and it yielded it yielded all the dividends that I wanted it to. I felt you were so I was about to say because so you went in there just ready to go then. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. Did you start off book, Johnny? When did you start? When you yes. did you start off? Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. For those that's, of you who, who aren't um, familiar with theater, you, it's very, you know, you start the rehearsal process and then as you're rehearsing, you begin to memorize. And it's such a ball or power move that few men or women would do other than Johnny C. McGinley to show up on day one off book. Because what's genius about that, if you can do it or have the wherewithal to do it, is then you're just, then it's about exploring and not yeah. worrying about memorization you're not in your head. You're not um, paranoid like we all are about getting the memorization down for a play. You're showing up on day one. Okay, let's find this character. Let's find these scenes. Let me work with the legendary Pacino and the legendary Bobby Cannavale. It was a great That's a production. Dynamite cast. Dynamite cast. That was, that was bucket list stuff. And to me, it felt like even if you put that to be with Al and Bobby and 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 Richard and everybody on Broadway, even if you put that on your bucket list, it would be fucking folly because you're never going to get to do it. And so right. when I got to do it, it wasn't lost on me. So I set, I set up a theater boot camp out here, and I had some young kid from Pepperdine come over uh, and just say the off lines. Just I said, if you fucking say a word to me about coaching or any input, I'm going to punch in the fucking esophagus. <laughs> don't say <laughs> Just say the fucking lines. And I put a metronome. I have a rehearsal space out here. I put, I put a metronome in the rehearsal space. And so that I would go at different cadences. I oh go really God. quick. And then sometimes I would go slower because I wanted to be ready for fucking everything. I wanted to be ready for the cell phone to go off. I wanted to be ready for the purple hairs at the matinee. And I fucking well was. I was ready, man. And it was the most exciting goddamn thing I've ever. Listen, you actors who are, you actors or aspiring actors who were watching, Johnny C puts the work in. He had, you know, people were like, "How does he do these monologues?" You don't just you don't just show up in the morning and go, "Oh, I have a monologue today." Johnny C has a rehearsal space. He would videotape himself. Yeah. He would. Look what he's telling you about mm. the metronome. I mean, man, Johnny, you put the work in, and and uh, man, does it, it the pay metronome off. is genius, man. That's how you find it was, the timing. It, it That's was, how, yeah, was. that is wow. That's amazing. I've never thought of that. That is amazing. Um, also, the were, play is so it's so yeah. about a syncopation. And yeah, but weren't there times when Al Pacino just totally forgot his lines, and you're all like, oh no? Did he ever go? Ha! <laughs> No, whenever Al, in the theater, when you forget your line, it's called going up. And yeah, whenever Al up. would go up, he would start to uh, put, put the, the, the front of hair forward, and he would say, and the door, there was the door. I went through the door, and everybody knew, Al's up. <laughs> All hands on deck. <laughs> Start circling the goddamn line, man. Start circling the line. The second most scary thing is when one of the people that you're with on stage forgets their lines, and you're like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, I got to help them, but how do I help them? And, and then the scariest thing is when you're like, oh, no, I, and then you start getting panicky, and you're like, I don't know what any of my lines in the next scene are either. <laughs> <laughs> I get chills. I get chills. I did, 
I did Romeo and Juliet in, as I did Romeo when I first got out of college in regional theater outdoors. Or it was like a park in Connecticut. Oh Three thousand people would come, and I knew that when I started, I would start at the back of the park, like 3,000 people on blankets, and, and I, my entrance as Romeo was weaving my way through them. Mm. And, I, you know, I had a mic on. And I knew the second I started talking, I, Romeo speaks for pretty much two and a half hours with a few interruptions. And I was like, I, I, I'm nervous now thinking about it. And this is when I was fresh out of college. And so what I would do is I would every single, every single show, Johnny, before I would get there early, and there was a church, uh, that was part of our dressing rooms and I, they, our dressing rooms were in a church and I would go into the chapel and I would recite my entire show in the church because it was the only thing that would calm me down is I would sit there and recite yeah. the entire Romeo performance alone mm-hmm. in the church before, because, and then I would stand at the back of 3000 people and go, okay, here we go. And I would that just start going, Oh my God. I don't know if I can do it anymore. I don't know if I can do it anymore. It was football. I don't know that yeah, I have the memory like that anymore. Fine. No, you still have it. The, you forget. You still have that's it. That's the amazing thing about that's the amazing thing about plays. Within a month, you forget everything. But if you put in front of your face and you've done the show before, it's you. You jump right back in rather fast. Uh, you know that's that's very interesting that you used you used to do that. I I used to wait right before, like ten minutes before I would go on stage, I would speed my lines through okay. the entire play. And I would speed similar, as fast as thing. I could. Similar yeah, thing. as fast as I can. Let's just, just go. Yeah. And then go on stage ready to go. And there's no there. safety net. You know, for those of you who aren't in theater, there's not, you might think there's someone who whispers like, it's that, that, that person, that person doesn't exist anymore. Um, you know, it, you're just on no. your own. You're, and, and now in a contemporary play, your fellow actors could be like, you probably want to be asking who's on the phone. Don't you? <laughs> um, you know, in Shakespeare, that is, nobody uh, can improv in Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's get back to let's get back to the episode. Uh, Jill okay. Tracy, um, yes. No, now, but you can't you can't you can't gloss over Mash's first entrance because oh, sorry, 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 sorry yes. with with two daughters and a, and a, and and a part of. A community that doesn't abide any bullshit anymore. Um, when he came in and said Italian sausage, I was really proud of Rob for committing and doing it. <laughs> but I thought it was really fucking offensive. I did. Yes. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Uh, the Todd is the most offensive character in yes. Scrubs history. The Todd is very offensive. Not, not so as offensive as this. This was Hall of Fame shit. <laughs> oh well, yeah, this is well. This is coming well, out even party the Todd. Too. This is he, coming out party too, though. First of all, even the Todd doesn't ever touch women, uh, and in this episode, right. he does. He do does motorboats. He does motorboat two our two of our lead cast women, which is uh, certainly uh, not appropriate. Um, but but I laughed out loud, uh, Johnny, when you uh, when I say I got a ride from a friend to the supermarket, and then we revealed that I'm I'm white knuckling oh, on the top of your that. porch. Was that the first? Was that the first eagle? Not the first eagle, but it might be the first um, eagle that's not uh, riding a human being. Brendan Fraser was the first ah. eagle, ah. and then there were many Donald eagles. And then we just saw me eagle a patient, uh, 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 what do you call it, a, a patient's family member. Um, now you're eagling on a, the top of a porch. By the way, how am I holding on to the porch? He's, I, I'm like, I've got my hands. <laughs> <for> like, 
Johnny, do you remember if that was green screen or if we or if we? No, no, no. There's no way you're moving. We went right behind the hospital on the other side of the river, that little neighborhood. And you got up on top of that car. Maybe yeah, I was strap strapped to it. No, I no, yeah. I had I had some sort of stunt rig that was strapping me to the top of the car. I was really okay. doing it. I have a question. Go ahead. Where the heck is the supermarket set at? Because it's clear that it's a set. Obviously, no, it's not, got, a set. no it's not a set. You guys the actual that was a practical location. No, no, they found. They didn't want to deal with a, a big corporation, so I think they found a mom and pop store. You know, it's a pretty small looking store. They must have been pissed. How many days did you spend there? Blocking their. Food. What do you mean, pissed? They got they got paid. They got a, they got a, a location. Yeah, but fee. they could probably make. Are, are you new to this? That food. No, are you new to the industry? They do a calculation by how much they're going to lose, and they charge you more than that. Hey, I don't like the condescending tone. That's sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really I will. Going. I will say this. I, I thought. I thought when Nicole Sullivan, who who plays the the gal at the the deli, who had been on the show. Uh, Quite a few times, and she's such a good actress. So she great, Donald. You're fixing to shed a layer, aren't you? She just I'm drives that. I'm gonna seat. shed. Sorry, everybody. I can't. Fuck. It's too. It's too hot for court. Oh, it's getting hotter in here. Yeah, oh I'm gonna just keep taking shit off. <laughs> there we go. We need some more taco meat. I made a. I wanted to make a good first impression. But, all right, sorry, Johnny. Go ahead. See your abs. She shows up. I can't show them. I can't show. She shows up and she just drives. That's you and I have nothing to do, and she just drives it. Yeah. Yeah. She does, and she does you know, a great she's job. She's doing all this shit, yeah. and she all the riffing is like, "Oh no, let me have another." No wait, but I shouldn't. Have, that's just that's just her. She's so good at that kind of. I remember stuff. the first time I ever saw Nicole Sullivan ever do anything, and it was Mad TV. I had never heard of it, and they parodied Clueless, and she played really? Cher. She played right. Alicia. Who Silverstone. played you? Uh, I wasn't in it. There was like some dude. Some how dare they? It's all right. <laughs> But when I say she crushed, like she was doing such a great Alicia Silverstone. Right. And I remember being like, yo, this woman is amazing. Yeah, and so, so when funny. she came on the show, I was I was it was it was an exciting moment for me because I, 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 I watched her for a really long time. You know what I mean? Her and Michael, who also was on the show. Yeah. Um, what do you guys graze um, the supermarket grazing? Um, it, it, it seems to be controversial. Uh, I've never been a let me try this pretzel. No, I don't think I'll buy any today because it is stealing. Yes, it's also just I've never been a grazer. I was gonna say beyond Especially the best, it's gross. Like people's hands in food and then your right. mouth and then morph. Ew. I just think about how many times like I touch a tomato or a freaking. Uh, uh, a pair at the supermarket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, when I pick it up, watch that shit. It. Exactly. Yeah. So exact. That's my point right there. That's my point. I'm going to take no, it No, but there are people. It. You can't do that. I'm not talking about that grazing. section. The section that we're in with like the yogurt covered pretzels and the little things right. that you can fill a bag with. There's lots of people that consider it fine to just do a little like taste tester. No, I'm not feeling it today. Nah, man, that's gross. Yeah. Take your hands off my food. I never did that. Take your hands off my food, I didn't even do that when I was broke. It just <laughs> there's there's Costco. There's Costco where you walk around and take samples all day. <laughs> do it different, but can't yeah. be great. Now, when you put your hand in that thing, when you put your hand in the whatever it is that dispenses the nuts or the pretzels, whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, man. That's, That's not bad. Look, nasty. It's nasty. That's nasty, man. That's nasty. You're um, awful. You know, another You're thing gross, that man. Bill, the other thing that Bill did so well was uh, really make her so lovable. I know she's really annoying. Right? 
living together. What is that? Together and working together. We're working together and living together. Working together and we have to weather any storms because we're living together. We're Kristen yeah, I can't and, get- and we're living together. What is happening? What is happening? Someone's hey! Oh my God! Welcome to our podcast. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome to our podcast. Working together and living together. Working together and living together. We've been hijacked we're again. Wearing it, we're yeah. wearing so art swag. Yeah. Um, as always, I'm here with my wife, Krista Miller. Uh, I can call you Krista Lawrence. Yeah. Same answer every time. Um, <laughs> a lot of you know uh, we work together on Scrubs, on Cougar Town. Chris is uh, also the music supervisor on all my shows, even Ted Lasso. Um, and look, you guys all know how this works. Uh, if you live with someone in a relationship who you also work with, you can text Joelle, uh, say where you work together, and uh, hit us up with a question. Yeah, it's Bill and Chris's podcast. Just, right. just to say that. So look, we got uh, some cool guests today. Our first guest, you know him from Scrubs, from like every Oliver Stone movie, uh, from Broadway. Uh, so many TV shows, including Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now. Say hi to John C. McGinley. Woo! John, how you doing? Hey, good to see you, buddy. Hi, uh, thanks for being on our show. Thanks for being on here. Oh, thank you for having me. Of course, buddy. And look, uh, the next guest, we're going to bring him on right away. You know him from Scrubs, tons of great TV shows, movies, clues. Remember the Titans, Waiting to Exhale, Donald Faison. Let's bring on Donald Faison. Oh, hey, yeah. what's up, buddy? Thank you, man. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah. Yes. I'm from Chicken Little, Zach Brown. Yeah. 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 Yes. Hi. So we have some questions that we want yeah. to start with. Yeah. Look, the, uh, uh, this is real. Like one of the weirdest things for me. I can't believe you hijacked our show. Hey, hey, hey. They'll get a question eventually. Yeah. One of the uh, uh, things that Chris and I love is work together because I find her to be like a muse. I really enjoy spending time with her. I love you, I love you too. But one of the uh, weird things about it for me was on Scrubs, John, you've done constant, you know, uh, movies, TV shows, etc., where you had to have romantic scenes and sex scenes. It had to be a little weird getting to know me as a friend when you were doing romantic scenes with Krista. Does it change the vibe at all for an actor if you kind of are friends with a spouse who's there and, and, and just around all the time? Did it make what, it weird? What are you doing? Yeah, because I, I told I told a story on uh, one time Zach and Donald had a show, and I told a story on their. Show. Oh my God, Johnny! Um, don't play! Don't play into this! What are you? One time, don't make me take off screen. Really make out, and you had instructed her, or you diabolically told her to to kiss me with her tongue, and I oh and God. she did, and I came up to your room uh, up on the up on the fifth floor, fourth floor. And I told you you did it, and then you waited one one thousand, you and you leaned in and you go, "How did it feel?" <laughs> Which is just horrifying. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, well, it's anything I can do to help the acting process, yeah. right? The well, and by the way, a real question though, Zach, because Johnny and I, you know, uh, we've both been doing this for a good long while, and that went down. The first season of the show, you had to have uh, a sex scene with Krista. <laughs> Was it weird? It was a way, wasted opportunity. Was it weird with me being there and just being on set? And by the way, she looked smoking hot during that stuff. 
I was so attracted to Krista Miller and my new, my new boss uh, wrote a scene where I had to make out with her. And I being, I re- truly remember being very, very nervous. And um, and I definitely kept my my lips very, very closed. I kept them pursed. But then <laughs> I, then as we got to know each other and become closer, I was I was hoping that I might get another opportunity. But I never did. No. Well, that brings us to what you said you had a question. Um, <laughs> why, why didn't I get to do a love scene with Donald? Yeah, what happened? Donald, Donald said that he didn't want to do that. He said that. No, I, I, would say that. No, no. I would never. I would never. I would never say that. I would never say that. I, I feel like you want to have a sexy vibe. Wow. I feel like this is really uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable right now. All right, Bill, can we have our podcast? I heard. Uh, yeah, I did hear that you're about to start work on a movie with your awesome gal pal. I said gal pal. And I want to hear, you know, about that really honestly for a second. But first, uh, as we do every week, Joelle, we've got a question from the audience. Yeah. Joelle? Oh, cool. Me and my wife both work at a bank. I love it, and she hates the job. I know I should be okay with her finding a new job, but is it normal for me to be upset, too? Oh. Yeah, I think, I mean, look, I'll answer first. I think it's just probably a product of you missing her and cherishing the time that you guys spend together at work, so it probably means that you guys actually work well together, and you're going to have to find a way to, to fill that. I will tell you right now, when Chris and I work together, tell them how you treat me. It's the only time that you actually No, I respect her. Bill at work, but... I, I listened to him at work, not at home. And <laughs> I think, but really, I think your wife, she hates it. She should she should be able to find a new job. You'll be fine. You see her at home. It's enough. It's enough. <laughs> All right, look, I was going to ask about Zach and Flo's movie, but I'm afraid that's all we have time for. Dan, no, we have time. Dude. We have time. Yeah. Dan, 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 play us out, dude. Dan, get the song back up. Charlie Poop and I wrote it. Play us out. Whoa, Daniel, no. Daniel. I don't want you to leave. Can you stay for a little bit longer? I can yeah, stay. I can stay. Am I allowed to stay? Yeah, stay for yes, a little absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's not a good song. It's good to see you guys, man. We just love to see you. All right, everybody, everybody, Hi. calm down. Okay. You yeah. calm down, Zach. This is a big moment, right? I am now, back man. to the. Ho- I am back to being the host of the show. With oh, jeez. Hey, by the way, even though you guys let me joke, I want to sincerely thank you for allowing me to occasionally come on my podcast. You know, I'm only the guy that owns it and financially backs it. And make money from it, and that you guys are nice enough to let me come on here and talk with Krista is super cool. I really appreciate it. I love, oh we love you guys, and I'm so happy that you're here. And to be honest, <laughs> no, don't please, play his bad please, song anymore. Please, please. Cause we're with wait, get wait. All right, no more song. Bring them back. Okay, <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody, calm down. Um, I'm so happy you guys are here. Um, this episode, Bill is I think the ultimate example of your ability to do something so dramatic and something so silly simultaneously. You've got this tragic death of Jill Tracy alongside Rob discovering that he's sexually attracted to everything that's a human being. Yes, by the way, you want to know that you guys were, uh, by the way, first of all, to prove that I listen, um, I am proudly a grazer, even today, and I have plenty of money to buy yogurt pretzels. But if you're in a grocery store that you've seen me at, I've had a handful of those yogurt pretzels. Yeah, 
Bill, you're also the type of person that you can, somebody could have a, 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 a Slurpee in their hand, and you're the type of person that'll be like, oh, let me get some of that. Yeah. Yeah. He does it to me all the I time. Right and I say, I don't share beverages. I don't share food. I don't do nothing better in the world than the first bite of somebody else's meal. Oh, my God. Oh, Bill, would, God. Bill would walk up to a crew member and, and, and be like, can I get a sip of that Coke? He DM cooler times and the first time he worked, Bill went and took a bite of his turkey sandwich off his plate. Hey, that's the lesson that's there. The lessons don't leave your fucking sandwiches around. <laughs> that's the lesson. Hold on to your sandwich. Come on. Um, Billy, tell us about um, um, Nicole Sullivan, because you guys are friends with her. We're just you you, you heard uh, we backstage. Just Sunday. We were just talking about how talented she is. And how you geniusly made, even though she's supposed to be annoying, she is lovable, and you root for her. And then, and then, of course, she dies, and it's so sad. So, just tell everyone who's listening, uh, who's watching, how did you guys um, get to know Nicole, and how did she come to the Scrubs world? She was uh, Nicole Wait, was uh, friends with Kristen. Right. She can go. Yeah. No, we lived. We lived in this cool. Um, place in Laurel Canyon that there's all these houses cut up in apartments. Jennifer Aniston lived up there. Like all these actors, Nicole was in there. Gabby Allen, who was a writer on Scrubs, lived in my house. And so Nicole moved into the middle floor and we became friends. She lived underneath me. And, and we both always thought she was, you know, especially the world that you guys were all in, Scrubs, where you had to be able to switch on a dime between comedy and goofing around and uh, drama. We knew Nicole could act, but we both knew her first and foremost as a female Neil Flynn type in that there is almost no better female improviser when you can go to a grocery store and say, hey, can you just make up some stuff about what you're eating and maybe you want a few more nuts? And uh, yeah. she's, she's so quick, but much like Neil and uh, our old cast, she can turn the corner and uh, crush you and act when you need her to. That was so amazing. Just watching her do that little bit, like, no, I shouldn't have it. Well, I will, but I will. Like, the, the back and forth turns was so amazing. Was yeah, awesome. I mean, I'm working with Nicole now, actually, on an animated trip. Oh, These yeah. guys have all been on it. The Clone High is back. And yeah. Clone High yes. is back. Clone High is back. Uh, I hope to make a reprise. Yeah, come on, Bill. Where's Donald's part? Donald's already in the script yep. uh, uh, numerous times, so I know that he's a returning. Two. Johnny, I have a question for you. Have you ever run into Hugh Jackman? Yeah, what's going on yeah. here? Okay, I need to know the story. Yeah. Is this something that you wrote, Bill, or is this something that's that a Johnny question. has? I know I've okay. had Hugh Jackman, but that's a Billy question. I can tell you a real story is that I once, and I don't know if it's BS or not, on the internet, read a real-sounding thing that said Hugh Jackman had a kid that got shit at school um, because of Scrubs saying, um, uh, you know, Dr. Cox saying that about Hugh Jackman. Oh, no. I reached out to his agent and I wrote him a note, which is the truth of this. It said, we were trying to pick somebody. You wrote the kid a note. I wrote the agent a note that it said, please pass this on to To the Hugh, kid or to Hugh? <laughs> to Hugh and his son if he wants. Okay. And uh, I, I think the guy said that it wasn't a big deal. It was just somebody trying to get clicks or whatever clicks were back then. But I wrote a letter saying, because in the writer's room, what we truly tried to do is said, it would be fun for John McGinley to hate somebody that is otherwise unhateable. For Dr. Cox to love someone, I mean, to hate someone, because he's just too darn talented and good at everything <laughs> and nice and accessible and kind and seems to have no flaws. We felt that that human being would bother Dr. Cox to his very core. 
Oh, oh so it was like a, it was like an alpha male competition thing. Like, oh my, he's good at everything. Nobody, let's be honest, right now, can, the guy can sing, he can dance, he's a leading man, he's a Broadway star. It's he's so going to be a music man, uh, Bill. I will be there opening night. It's going to, but doesn't it annoy you on some level? Well, this no, is a big I question for Krista, Donald, Johnny C, and Zach. Everybody has a different thing when they see other people that are very talented. Okay, so right. when I went and saw Book of Mormon that Trey and Matt wrote, and they right. to that time before that, they really only done kind of South Park and South Park movie, Team America. And I saw it and saw that they were able to do that. I went from really enjoying it and then to getting furious that it was so good and then hating them because I couldn't do it. And so that's how I look at other talented people. Well, that's how you, you guys don't do that. It's probably healthy. <laughs> so it probably makes you healthy that you're like the top showrunner in town because you don't have that many people to hate. Like if you had this problem and you were – not successful, you'd have to hate so many people. Yeah, it'd be a problem. I still find ways to do it. But the, the, <laughs> the, the real question is for you all, do you do you get blown away, I'll ask you because you're here, do you get blown away when you see an actress do something that you're just like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do that? Or you just, do you then go like, oh, I can't do that? No, I feel it's inspiring. Really? Yeah, and then if there's an article that actress has done, I want to read it, like I, I'm really inspired and interested. It in seems America. like a healthier path. What about you, Johnny? I, I, if you see something, I'm just I'm interested for all three of you on that. If you see someone blow your doors off. I get inspired. I get yeah. really inspired. That's two healthy answers. I go, I'm sorry. I, go down again. I uh, I sweat everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't help it. Virtual high five. Here we go. Virtual high five. Yeah. Bam. Oh, there we go. I, get I can't help it. I I, 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 re- I can easily recognize that uh, that uh, a great performance. Uh, I then get salty and 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 uh, upset because part of it is me realizing I'll probably never be able to do what I just saw. One. Yeah, and then and fury. Yeah, and, and then and fury. Then the anger comes. But at the end of the day, I'm always a fan. I hate nobody. I love everybody. And so, I don't think there's real hate. I, I would like to think in my heart that people would take his respect. But like Chris and I saw uh, Betrayal, Harold Pinter's Betrayal on Broadway. Uh, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, the guy that inspired David Mamet, inspired so many different writers. And I was just sitting there digging on the performances in the play. And I just got more and more annoyed. Just annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like, hey, that's something to aspire to. I'm like, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. No, I'm never, like, I, I'm never, I'm never like that, but I do get mad every time I leave a Marvel movie or something like that. Not because I hate the movie. I love the movie so much. And I'm like, that's never going to happen for me. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. And so, yeah. yeah to see, we went to see the premiere Black Widow and Kevin Feige introduced it. And I was with Don. I'm like, oh, no, he's going to go tackle I would Kevin have, Feige. Yeah, I, I would have. I would have been like, and like hold him like on his knees like, Kevin, you had I need me. this. I need this. <laughs> I got. I got a talking to from my wife and from Zach. Don't you fucking move. Yeah, dude. on Just one side like Casey held his arm, and on the other side I held his other arm. Well, I was just saying, there's an, a different version of Zach. For you. Do you guys ever use it as bulletin board material? Like for me, oh, yeah. sometimes I do go. Oh my god, I got to up my game. I got to try. Yeah, more. I get inspired. I, I also get humbled awesome. sometimes. I go. I go. I can't. I don't think that I can do that. And I. And I. You know, when I saw like Bo Burnham's special inside, I thought like, I am good. I, I, I'm very lucky to work in this industry and I'm proud of what I do, I, but I'm not like that good. That was incredible. You know, I yeah. like, I, I get, sometimes it makes me humble. I go, I think I'm okay. You know, I, I'm proud of the work I do, but I might not be that good, you know? 
Yeah, man, it's uh, you guys all have healthier responses. I'll try and get there. You, you just know, right. in your own lane, Bill. You know, the other thing I've been focusing on, by the way, is a true admission before we have to switch. It's kids, uh, it's teachers' parent night at okay. primary school. I'm parched because you can tell them the true story. My wife, I have soda here. My wife has a soda. My wife has a yeah, soda. Yeah, I have burped that. I have a soda here. And it was I, taken away from me before this started. I took it away. Because apparently I burped. If I so so. Bill would burp 47 times and I would have killed him. It's not sexy. I'm a grown man. I can't have a drink. Yeah, but you should burp 47 okay, guys. times. Guys, don't pick her, please. That's what it's like. That's what it's like when you go on vacation with them. That's what it's like. That's what it's like when you go on vacation with them, and that's what's happening on one side of the table, and then you cut to me, and I'm like. By the way, and it's become so apparent that you just see your mom and dad. Please stop fighting. Stop fighting. If, I'm, if I'm good, if I play sports, will you fight us? <laughs> you know how many times I've been in the back seat and we're racing somewhere and they're in the front seat? Well, and they're bickering, bickering. Bickering about driving, bickering, and I'm just like, guys? <laughs> and then I'm she'll be like, live. Zach, and then she'll be like, Zach, will you tell, tell Bill that he's a bad driver? And I'm like, I'm not going to tell Bill he's a bad driver. I'm like, like, look. <laughs> Look at what, what what he's doing, and he doesn't use his blinker, and he's not paying attention. You know what Johnny C does, Zach, is he just sits back and watches it like a tennis match with a bemused look on his face. I think it gives him joy. He doesn't he doesn't get caught in. John likes it. Yeah, I don't think he likes it. Oh, anybody likes it. Okay, we love you guys. We love you guys. We love you. Thank you for watching our show. Yeah. Hey, come on, uh, Donald, Johnny C. Come on, uh, living together and working together anytime you guys. Want. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing our podcast. It's a killer show. Thank it's, you. It's my. <laughs> it's one of my most successful podcasts. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, anytime, Bill. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Bill. Hey, thank you, Chris. Johnny C. Crush. Donald yeah. Crush. Zach. Uh, I'll, uh, I love you guys. Well, you guys. See you guys. Oh my God, that was exhausting. Yo. Wow. wow. Yo. They came Holy in here. Cow. I'm so tired, Joel. I need a nap. <laughs> Holy cow. What I love energy. so much. What but by the way, by the way, when you go on vacation with them, I'm not lying. That's that's it's, it's like that the whole time. And you're like, guys, 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 just let's just all not talk for a second. Wow. <laughs> really? It's fun, man. I like no, that they're, energy. They're very funny, but they're I love them. They're my best friends, but they are so intense. Uh, Johnny, you know, you, you spend time with them. Yeah, this summer, uh, Krista and Billy rented a, a place right around the corner from here. And they came over and the, the two boys, uh, Will and Henry, were with them. And uh, they started talking about summer camp, a boys' summer camp. And they all got in this summer camp mode, which grosses Krista out. It grosses her out. The whole, the, everything about it, the dirt, the filth the things that go on at boys' summer camps. And they were clear on that. And they just pummeled. It was like they were giving her a root canal. And it was, they pick up on Billy and Krista's way of attack. And they just, there was three against one. It was three against one. And so, I, of course, I teamed up with Krista to protect her. But it, it, it's brutal. Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 they it's hilarious, it work, but it's they're, brutal. They, they make it work. It's, you know, by the way, it goes without saying, audience, that uh, they are clearly the inspiration for Jordan and Dr. Cox. Uh, I think it's safe to say. Uh, I, think, that, I, think, I think you're safe to say that. <laughs>
Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash real friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash real friends. That's helixsleep.com slash real friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts Bars, and Kind Savory Bars. 
Shop on kindsnacks.com today. Um, is surprise guest one here? Yes. Okay. Now, the way we're going to do this, Johnny C. I'm going to close my eyes. No, Johnny C. as well. You're going to cover your eyes or close your eyes. And, okay, now. Bill's I'm back. back. Surprise oh, guest. Oh, my God. Here's what it is. Hey, close your eyes again. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna oh my god. Oh, you're gonna give me a heart attack. Right? Close, your, close your eyes. Hey, can I have a sip of your soda? <laughs> okay. Alright, quiet down, quiet down, quiet down. You guys, everybody calm down. Hey, can I say? Can I say a little, Zach? Because I got you, permission. Yeah, please. To do a oh my god! You can, but you have to be quieter because oh, you're not the host. You have to be a little quieter. I'm, I'm sort of the host. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, now quiet down. Now, Bill, you're going to guest special guest. What? All right, let me cover my Bill's. eyes. Oh, All right, cover your eyes, Bill. You cover them too. Is, is surprise guest one here? Oh no, guest one is frozen. No, oh, this, this was. This is- this. Oh, guest two is here. Okay, let's start with guest two. You want to start with guest two? Okay, cover your eyes, guys. Bill, cover your eyes. I'm serious. No cheating. Let's bring in (laughs) guest two. Guest two, please don't say anything. Don't say anything. Okay, now guest two, say something that will reveal to these three men who you are. Let's take it down to the banana hammock and get the party started. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Nash, yo, in the house. in the house. Now, Mash, I'm glad to have you here because this episode is really mostly about you and Johnny C, but at polar opposite sides of the <laughs> drama comedy spectrum. Guess one is back for now. I know, but guess one is going to wait while Joelle and Dan will figure out her tech issues, his or her tech issues. Um, First Bill, all, yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Johnny C. McGinn, they haven't seen him in a long time. Dr. Mash. Cox. Haven't had a chance to tell you this yet. Your name rocks. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed you. Good to see you, Rob. What up, I Robert? Rob, I have a question doing? about the banana hammock because I was in the, the Central Park at, at Sheep's Meadow. Johnny, see, you know it well. Bill, you know it well. Yep. And there's a lot of gay men and European men and perhaps straight men, uh, although stereotypically not their thing, wearing Speedos. And their penises are held pretty tightly, I, I think, against their bodies. Whereas you in the show, I've now watched Whoa. five seasons, there's a lot of bounce. Why there's is there so much bounce? There's a lot of jiggle in your, in, your, yes. in, your, in your habit. Why is yours not held like the men in Central Park? It's got a lot of swing to it, like an elephant trunk. Well, listen, as you get older, there's even more swing and sway to it, guys. <laughs> It's called old man balls. <laughs> you familiar with it? Oh yeah. You know, you, it's not your balls, Rob. It's the actual trunk. We see Donald and I have studied five episodes of the show. There should be a separate podcast on the hog, the Tim Tam, <laughs> the Hollywood, the pork and beans, the fiddle saddle, the wham bam, <laughs> the zoolander. <laughs> Boom! Ten hog jokes at one thought. All right, listen. 
What's the anaconda joke, Donald? Um, someone says, is that Judy who says, is that the one? Uh, someone says, I went to see anaconda. And, and then someone, I think it's Carla, says, is that the one with the giant snake? And he pops up and goes, no. And he pops up and says, what, Rob? Go. No, this is the one with the giant snake. (laughs) I waited back there for an hour for a setup. My back is killing me, but I nailed it. It's about commitment. (laughs) (laughs) We should just do lines from the show all the rest of the podcast. Do you remember all your lines? I I remember them all. And by the way, if you ever wonder what it's like to have an erection that lasts nine hours, ask me in 20 minutes. <laughs> by the way, these are all bills, all come from the mind of Bill. No, no, how dare you? How dare you, sir? How dare you? All the comedy genius of Bill. All right, so, Lay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be semi trying to keep us on the episode a little bit. So okay. then we cut to a series of people who say that you lied, Rob, the character, uh, Todd, has lied about having sex with them. And the first two are Sarah. Are, are have been on the show before. Renee, who's Sarah's stand-in. You remember that she was a bartender at a, a wedding, was it Donald, where she mm-hmm. serves him a drink? And then the next is Katya, who was uh, Judy's stand-in, and says, "God no." And then an- another woman says, "Are you kidding me?" And then we cut to Gloria. Who- <laughs> she goes, "Is that the big tall?" Uh, black uh, security guard with the hook hand. Yes. <laughs> and they go, uh, no. Well, then, no, I have not slept with him. <laughs> which, means that, which, which means that not only is, Bill, it means that not only is, is Gloria sleeping with Leonard, but she hasn't learned his name yet. No, she never bothered to ask his name. It happened fast. <laughs> Do you guys want to know, by the way, I'll tell you something that, that uh, is interesting because I heard you guys earlier in the show, so. It could be argued that some of the Todd's jokes cross the line into inappropriateness. Yes, and uh, 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 and by the way, I'm going to throw out a big word because I'm uh, being fancy. It's anachronistic. I think back in the day, you know, shows would have, you know, jokes like that dropped all the time. Even on six and seven o'clock syndicated shows, it was just, you know, part of the lexicon and gags. But you guys started to talk about, I think this is the episode that it, it, it becomes fairly clear that Todd maybe was overstating, uh, you know, in a turn, in a way of overcompensating, and he's kind of attracted to all hotness and any gender. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I, can I tell thought that you, was. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I can tell you that the way writers' rooms evolve, it's because people go, as much fun as it is for the men and women in this writers' room to obsess about writing these jokes. I did not write innuendo. I remember whoever did was proud of it for a month. You know, <laughs> I think Innuendo, I think innuendo is probably the best one of all of them. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the point being um, that this is where we decided that Todd should be an equal opportunity offender. He should be obsessed with all hotness. It should obviously be indicative of the overcompensating that young, you know, kind of alpha male jockey surgeon males do. And we kind of adopted... One of the reasons that Todd exists in the first place, you guys talked about the banana hammock, is as we were showing the women of this show, scantily clad in bras and nightgowns, including my wife, we said we have to always match that with gratuitous uh, male nudity. And you gave and him a match. It was our guy. <laughs> <laughs> By the oh, way, no. nobody wants to see it now. Please. No, 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 no. It's a little frayed around the edges now. And it's, let that 
just be there. Let's yeah. and that. <laughs> no, you get, you get a little salt and pepper going, and it's distinguished. <laughs> oh. So I gotta well, say, no, a, funny, a, funny, a funny bit here is that. Uh, so, Bill's trainer, uh, yes, Jurgen, Jurgen Demay, he wrote a wrote that book that that the Todd is reading called "The Action Hero Body," which you, I'm oh, sure right. you can buy. We'll give Jurgen a plug. Yeah, um, and that's actually Jurgen. Uh, in that the photo that Rob is, is is looking at for no reason. Okay, can, oh, I, ask listening. Listening. can I ask a question? Go ahead, Donald. Did y'all laugh when Neil does the face while he's spying on JD and uh, the big guy? Like, the, if you watch the end credits for this yeah. show, like, yeah. if just the end credits alone, you will laugh so hard because Neil Flynn has the perfect mm-hmm. sitcom face. You know, when the name bounces under, you know, when it's under, so it'd be like Donald Faison, and I'd be like at my locker, and then I'll look at you and be yeah. like, Yeah. Can I go back to my locker? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the perfect, when he sees you rubbing the oil on the guy's pectorals, Yeah. and he pops up, just look at the, for those of you who watch the show with us, rewind, go back to the credits, and just look at it, and then... I laughed no, so I hard. No, I didn't understand that moment though. So the janitor, they're they're gossiping about whether the Todd is gay. But yes. the janitor pipes in. They janitor assumes it's talking about me. Is that what yes, you feel? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And of all the things you and your writers came up with, is that I am painting oil on yes. a muscular man. Olive oil, <laughs> so you can eat it off him later. Yeah. <laughs> and then that I say, actor, that actor was a football player from USC. Oh, yes. was he? He was in very good I, shape. I he was friendly. ripped. He, was, he became a broadcaster. He did color for a little while for a local Fox affiliate. And I don't know what happened to him, but he was, a, he was an aspiring television journalist. Well, wow. that's the body I have in my mind, Johnny C. That's the one I have in my mind. <laughs> now, I laughed out loud when Sarah and Elliot says her brother Barry used to dance in leather jeans. He... <laughs> For, for well, sorry, sorry. He used to dance for Japanese businessmen. Yes. And then there's a, a couple sentences, and then she says, sort of wistfully, Barry used to dance in leather jeans. He'd come home and they'd be stuffed with yen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, Elliot had a gay brother Barry, which I love because of her. her you know, her parents were so conservative. Yeah, we have been. Oh, tracking- all right, Pete, we didn't get. I didn't get a chance to join you guys. Such a sad thing that uh, that great actress played Sarah's mom passed away, man. Uh, yeah, Marky Post. Marky Post. Oh, right. yeah, she's yeah. so funny in so many things. I used to love yeah. her on Night Court. I grew up with Night Court as a favorite show, and uh, that was one of the ones I used to watch regularly. And she was. In and much like all the people that we respond to, because you guys are talking to Nicole, isn't it fun when you think of guest stars that show up on this show and are just game? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she was someone that just showed up. And, you know, I was like, you're the worst mother in the world. You say short bangs give her pig face, and you should just be awful and not have a sympathetic bone in your body. And she was like, gotcha. And she was just <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, hey, there's another guest here. Should I close my eyes? Wait. No, the guest, guest two is having technical problems. Guess, it, no, they're ready to go. Hold on, let me oh, check. Oh, guess the, one is out. Yeah, Donald, you think I'm not micromanaging the problems? I don't want the audience to know about our technical issues. Um, so then Rob, we cut I tried to steal this podcast earlier. Uh, uh, you can come on my other podcast if you want to talk to you. Really good. It has less technical problems than this one. 
Oh my God, no, let me show you. Um, Randall, Randall Winston, Randall Winston, our line producer, making out with Gloria was very funny. Yeah, by the way, one of the cool things that you guys should point out, uh, and I'll go back with a, a little uh, trivia question for John and Donald and uh, Rob, if they remember. So um, if you're a crew member on one of our shows, and, and we all became family and friends, I'm sure you guys still talk to and see some of those the gang around town. Um, I talked to a lot of them. Uh, more than most shows, they appear in our show and have huge funny moments. Renee and Katya were in this one. Do you guys remember all the? I mean, you used to remember all the different, whether it was uh, Sean or Ethan. Yeah, we, we or, talk about it. Um, yeah, we talk about regularly the on the time. podcast. Bill, you should tune in. It's a good podcast. <laughs> um, I didn't say that, Bill. I didn't say that. I didn't say that though. I could. By the way, I can hit. A, uh, do you want me to hit the button that allows a moment or not? Don't oh, ruin it. <laughs> I didn't need those X. I think I just did the janitor face. I just did the janitor reaction. Oh my god. You're such an asshole. Everybody calm down, calm down. I'm so sorry though. I have to let her in. Let her in. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It was so unintentional. I wanted to say special guest and I forgot that I Donald Donald act surprised. Let alone in. Yeah, y'all better catch me while you can, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you know, you can't trust old people with this electronic shit. <laughs> you can curse all you want. <laughs> yeah, you uh, doing? Oh my God, you look so dog. beautiful. It is so good to uh, see you. It's good to see all of you guys, too. As much as I could hear, it was horrible. I'm like, I'm in a nightmare. Oh, well, I was watching. We had this little How's chat. How's everybody and doing? Oh, we're just oh, so man. glad to see you, Aloma. We've been I'm meeting. so happy you're here on my podcast, Aloma. It's so good to see your face. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> on your podcast. Yeah, oh, by the way, literally, the only reason I stayed was I wanted to apologize in front of God and everyone for killing you when I thought the show was I thought the series was over. And all the way, and some of the best episodes they've ever done. to see you. Zach, by the way, out of love, I'm going to let Zach tell this story because I so ruined the surprise by accident. Zach, it's one of my favorite stories. You have to, you have to tell it. It involves a car. Oh, I yep. watched. I, I, I knew that Aloma was going to die in an episode because. Bill thought that the show was coming to an end, um, and he thought, "Well, we got to go out with something dramatic." Like Nurse Roberts is one of the most beloved characters. Let's we got you know that's what you do. Show's ending. We got to kill somebody off. So I pull into the driveway, uh, in the parking lot of the hospital, and I see Aloma in this brand new, beautiful like Escalade. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. And, I, and I'm I because I because I was close to, like to Bill and I knew inside scoop, I knew this episode was coming and Aloma's like me me <laughs> and I'm like oh no oh no. <laughs> so well, then so then Bill kills off Aloma. Well, I mean, first, by the way, you came to me you're like you told Aloma yet? I'm like no why? He's like. <laughs> <laughs> 
I go, you might want to tell Loma because she just got an Escalade. But then, yeah, yeah, but then, that would have been but, real nice. And then, I would still be driving to Santa Fe if I'd known that. You know, I'm just saying. So then, but Loma, it is a testament to Bill that when the show got got picked up again, he went, "Oh shit, I feel bad. I got to bring Loma back to life." And I go, "I go, how the fuck are you going to bring Loma back to life?" He goes, "She's going to have a twin sister named Shirley." <laughs> Oh, off the cuff. Oh, my God. See, the truth comes out. I thought this was Bill's brilliant idea, right? I felt so bad because I wanted you there at the very end, you know, and uh, uh, that was when the show was supposed to end. It was right around all that writer's strike shit and all that stuff. And uh, uh, so like, no, we're going to go ahead and do one more season. I'm like, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> And by the way, the best part... And I'm, yeah, really, I, and I'm like this. Right, uh, by the way, the best part was the network going, hey, who's this new nurse? Shirley. Uh, you know, I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Laverne, and yeah. when, they started seeing, when they started seeing dailies, they're like, didn't that character die? Tragically? <laughs> uh, like, it's all good. It's all yeah. good. It's all good. Bill, yeah, see, 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 when I walked in my dressing room and Bill came in, I was like, Oh no, this can't be good. Oh no, no, nothing, nothing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, they don't show up in my dressing room, okay, ever. So I knew my ass was gonna die. I knew. Do you know what my uh, my absolute favorite thing is? And it's a different episode, but I've watched it a hundred times um, alone. And you and Judy over the years were so good together. Mm-hmm. And she is doing her uh, goodbye to you, mm. you know, and you're brain dead and, and the phone plug and she wants to say goodbye before you go. And she's giving this amazing speech. And in a couple of the dailies, I could see you getting emotional and crying while you're Yeah, there. man. I remember <laughs> and that. And it touched my heart so much, you know what I mean? And made me uh, not only about the show, but about you two and how special that shit was. was uh, when, I see, uh, when people talk awesome. about really emotional moments in the show, uh, it, you know, obviously this was an episode and, of course, the Brendan Fraser episode. But they so often talk about that episode of Loma with the connection that you and, and Judy had and how, how beautiful your performances were together. Then you got to tell off John C. in that episode. Guys, look, yeah, that kill, was one of my favorite as well, I must say. It was awesome. We could have hey, killed the Todd, but I don't think it would have been as emotional for people. But it would have been funny if you had his twin brother come back and he's like the most respectful person. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, hey, Aloma, because we haven't had you on and we've had these other guys on, do you remember your audition story or how you came about getting the, landing the role of Nurse Roberts? I remember the audition. It's one of my favorite stories, how I went in, because this was a four-line role, And I go into this audition. I'm totally unimpressed. And I'm like, okay, let me get in here and say these four lines. I can get the hell out of here. (laughs) So I go in, (laughs) falling out of the chair, (laughs) laughing and shit. And then I'm like, what is his problem? And then uh, the casting director said, he told me later, he said, boy, she better get this part or she's going to kill me. And then... I go home, I, you know, my agent says, oh, you got the part. And I was like, oh, that's great. And then she calls me and says, they want you to do a table read. I said, for four lines? And she said, yes. And I was like, all right, all right. 
So she gives me the address. It's up in some hills somewhere. I have a raggedy Jaguar. She always liked nice cars. And <laughs> it's got bad brakes, and I'm trying to get to Bill's house. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so I get up there, and all you guys know each other. The only person I halfway know is Donald. Cause yeah, because we did tripping together. Like, Not one yes. scene together. Yeah. Not one scene. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I halfway knew him, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah. hi, you know. So you're all having a great time. You're all getting, you know, having a, I'm like, I'm ready to go. So wait, I'm sitting here reading the script and I get ready to say the first two lines and some girl over there says them. And I'm like, oh Lord, I drove up here for two lines. I couldn't believe it. I was floored. So I get in my car and I'm like, I have two lines in this series. Two lines, Carol. Can you believe it? I, I had four. Okay. Fast forward. I'm doing an interview, and the and the person that interviews me says, um, "I heard you um, did the pilot for Scrubs," and I said, "Oh yeah." And she said, "It got picked up," and I said, <laughs> "Wouldn't it be funny if they picked me up with that show?" <laughs> well, <laughs> it turned out to be the best job I have ever had. I was like, "Damn, oh, this is that's good." So nice. So, Bill, thank, thank you for my retirement. It's fabulous because it's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, by the way, I'll tell you why. I can tell you exactly why you had to go to that table reading our heads. Everyone here will tell you what it means to be a home run hitter. And this weird thing of table reads for networks, which we had to do to get that show picked up in the first couple episodes – is one person coming in and just body slamming a scene with one line can literally change the vibe when you you guys all leave and the network people go, oh, that sucked, or oh, that was great. And I don't know if you remember, but everybody at the uh, network level thought that one of the core lines of the pilot was, can you just pronounce him dead so I can go home? <laughs> Which, by the way, no I know that line. <laughs> no, by the way, no one expected it to be poignant and funny at the same time because it also said what the difference was between the dude on the first day and the woman that had been there for a couple of years. You know what I mean? And, and, and it was a huge kind of building block of the show. I'm so grateful you stayed around and you didn't get so pissed that you just refused to come back. Truly. Oh, well, and Aloma. No, Aloma, I was coming back, honey. She... Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> She got to work now, you know. <laughs> hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty. 
to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash real friends. That's helixsleep.com slash real friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on credit worthiness. Rates as of February 1, 2024. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts Bars, and Kind Savory Bars. Shop on KindSnacks.com today. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova's store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Hello, you're you're so funny, and we've been watching the show uh, for five seasons now, and I, you and make Donald and I laugh so much. We just crack up. You are so funny on this show. Yeah, we well, you two we- were scandalous on the show. I'll never forget the time that you mooned Sarah, and I was right <laughs> next to her, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." By the way, speaking of which, kind of party. Speaking of which- <laughs> Speaking of which, Rob, Rob has a hilarious picture. Rob, can you hold it up, or is that just digitally? But What's it was a—it's a picture of um, of both Aloma and uh, Judy looking at you in your banana hammock. In oh, your blue God. banana hammock. It's Boy, blue. Those two, I never saw such hungry looks in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh, about God. Judy, but oh, hold it up. Hold it up. Yeah, hold it up. No, hold it up. Put it in focus, Rob. 
Look at the eyes and look at what they're looking at. It's hard to see. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey, all, all, right. Right. all right. All right. All right. I never right. saw two women so That's hungry in my good. life. All right. Well, if anybody ever asks you what being an actor is like, you should just show them that picture. That's just it right there, man. Just take it down to the banana hammock and let the magic happen. All right. <laughs> Listen, now, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I know, Rob, you've been very, very, very nude on the show. ZB, you have. Johnny, uh, I know I have. It was something that we kind of, as the men on the show, we kind of had to do it, though. You right. spoke about it earlier, Bill. But it was like we got really, we got really, really nude. Like I got. Well, I that's fair, by the way, because I think a little testified forever and ever and ever on shows when it's a soap opera, a movie, or whatever. The women go down to underwear, nightgowns, and shit, and the dudes don't do jack. And so we knew we were being inappropriate in a lot of ways. So we thought we had. I to know, go. but when I'm watching back now, <laughs> I, when I'm watching back now, I'm looking at uh, Rob's body and Johnny's body, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, dude, do some <laughs> fucking push-ups. Like what? Yeah. Is, yeah. Well, I'm Johnny really... C. Johnny C. Set the bar, you guys. Come on. This yeah, guy Johnny. Was... Dude, I remember. I remember lunchtime, and Johnny would just get fuel. He didn't yeah. get lunch. Yeah. He just got fuel. That's yeah. what he would say. We had a gym down in the basement. There was a that we could go lift down in the the morgue. Right. Dude, you brought an exercise bike into your dressing room <laughs> and would literally read your script and do exercise for hours. Give me all those rewrites. So I had to. I had to figure out a way to learn them. Mm -hmm. I am. Um, yeah, I'm still. I'm still out there. By the way, leaving everything to the last second. If that makes you guys happy as a group of festivals. <laughs> really? On, right. on, on, on Lasso, you on do Ted that? Lasso, you do that too. Uh, Jason and I both kind of do that a little bit on rewrites on Ted Lasso. It's true. J Johnny, you remember getting scripts when 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 they weren't done yet, and you'd be like, um, "Why are we um, standing on the table?" And he'd be like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah." Um, yeah, you guys, um, we're, we're still writing that, but there's a reason you guys end up on the table. This guy's all worked out fine. We're all here 20 years later. Let Johnny go. <laughs> go ahead, Johnny, go ahead. Dressing rooms were all up on the fourth floor, as well as administrative at the hospital. Whenever I say hospital, people think I'm being all method. We, we shot in a defunct hospital, yeah. and dressing rooms were up on the fourth floor, <laughs> makeup and wardrobe. And Billy would do these rewrites I'd, I'd memorize whatever he sent here on sunday and sunday night and sunday morning and then i'd get to the hospital on monday and the poor ad's and second and thirds they wouldn't knock on my door anymore i'd just see them slide the pages under the door <laughs> they didn't want to incur my wrath <laughs> i want to share with you one quick memory about johnny c if i can yes please. it was season nine one of, if not the last days of the series, and he had a page-long monologue, and I was in the scene, and he nailed it in one take, and I couldn't believe after nine years he was working this hard and doing this well, and they shot it one more time just in case, but I just will never forget the work ethic of John C. McGinley, and I just want to share that with you guys right now. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> Billy's rewrites that you memorize the first and second and third draft and then, God damn it, the fifth draft is really freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, would you ever be nervous to go tell Johnny, like, hey, um, I know uh, you memorized everything. I'd, I'd only be nervous if it sucked. If, he, if it was exponentially better, even though he'd get mad, then he'd read it, and he'd always be like, ah, this is better. I'm like, yeah, man, sit around. Sorry we didn't do it the first time. Peace. <laughs>
hundred percent. I gotta go. I gotta go back downstairs and hide from Obama. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> bye, Bell. <laughs> you, All right, listen. So, uh, we have so, a question here. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Let's say a question. As um, I hear John C. McGinley speaks often of living life with gratitude. Yes. This is from Eric Weiss. Uh, how could each of your characters incorporate that philosophy philosophy into this episode? <clears throat> um, how could each of our characters... Well, I wanted to say on a serious note, <clears throat> you know, this episode is about <laughs> m- missing clues. I mean, we all... Yeah. you know, have people in our lives that we assume are fine and aren't. And I think that um, JD really struggles with the fact that he found this woman annoying. Uh, you know, she had been suicidal before, I believe. And he's just like, uh, you know, both Cox and, 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 and JD are just want to get away from her. And I think there's a, there's a, a really serious conversation about missing clues with the, the people we love in our lives and and um and and not checking in on our, our on our people and um and of course in terms of uh gratitude being grateful and and being filled with gratitude when you are feeling mentally healthy and and not and, and thank god that you don't have uh, a mental health problem that would that would make you consider taking your life you know my daughter wakes up every morning uh, she's 22 now, right? And I go, and I say to her when I see her in the morning, hey, how you doing? And she always goes, I'm alive, Dad. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And that is, I am so grateful that she understands the moment that she's in right now and that she's living at this young age and understands that tomorrow isn't promised, so I got to go get it today. And I got to go live it today and go make it happen today. Yeah. I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for her mother and putting that in her. And I'm grateful that, you know, I get to witness it. And so living with gratitude, I am so grateful for my children and my wife. Uh, I, 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 I totally get it, man. I totally understand uh, that the, just that just that quote, living with gratitude. I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm so Aloma, I'm so grateful to see you right now. Like, I mean, it could be the weed wearing off. I don't know what it is, but I just love I it. I told you not to get high. What's wrong with you? I smoked a little bit like You promised not to get high, the show. My bad. Um, Aloma, we have a question for Aloma. Go ahead. Um, uh, now, Aloma, a, a lot of times on the show, they reference all the hijinks that happened at Nurse Roberts' above-ground pool party. Do you remember this at all? No, I don't remember the above ground pool parties because my pool was in ground as well as the jacuzzi. So clearly I put that out of my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Did y'all go to those parties? What party? Yeah, the the above ground pool party was actually something that was, I think it's mentioned in season one or two. uh, And there were a lot of. There were a lot of references to like, and we never go there. There's never a scene there. Like there was a fight. There was a fight one time where Johnny chokes out, where where Cox chokes out uh, uh, Ted, the lawyer, like a bunch (laughs) of, apparently, apparently a lot of fans are on the, on the, on the chat are asking, what does Aloma think may have gone down at those above ground pool parties? And I just wondered if you had any Yeah, She would only be thinking about it because clearly you guys talked about it. 
I right. probably never had a line about it. So I'm like, yeah, right. no. What, and also, Nurse <laughs> Roberts. What By the way, Nurse Roberts. Is, I only read my scenes. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the rest of the That's hilarious. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, put that question up. What was the scariest something about stunts from uh, put that one up, please? You all had to do on Scrubs. Um, LL. I told you, LL, watch the show. Oh, from it's LL, LL Cool J. I told y'all. I told y'all. I told y'all. Okay, from LL Cool J, what were the scariest it's not, stunts you all It's just LL. It's not LL. I don't know. In my LL. mind, Donald, it's... Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> um, so what were the scariest stunts? Um, Rob, I, I imagine for you it might have been that uh, bungee jumping through your underwear. Right? Yeah, the four-story atomic wedgie was the scariest because I was hanging from the roof, and then they mm. dropped me. And I had a harness around my like upper inner thigh, and it like it was it hurt. By the way, you guys talked about why was I wearing a bespeckled banana hammock in that scene a couple weeks ago on your podcast, and the reason was if they made a, a speedo to cover the harness, and it was not quite the, my uh, go-to banana hammock. Oh, I see, but I it was see. really big and thick because there was a harness, and I was strapped in it. It uh, it left a bruise. Okay. Well, you but yelled like commitment. You yelled like it did too. It hurt. It hurt, but it hurt in a good way. Mine was That's being on, mine was being on mine was being on fire in that in that scene where um, the episode I directed actually um, JD catches on fire, and I didn't do the full burn. We switched to a stuntman who did a full body burn, um, but I had to have um, my back catch on fire. And they put me in a suit and they, they covered my hair with the anti-flame stuff. And they gave me this like pep talk and everything. But I was legitimately on fire, which I couldn't believe they were letting me do. But they did. And I, I definitely remember that, that being the scariest thing. And Donald, you had to put me out. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, but I don't know if that was really you. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if that was a switch. I don't know. No, it was a I mean? cowboy switch. So what happens is I... Well, that was a different part when I popped up smoking. But when I first ran into the bathroom, I was legitimately on fire on my back. And I then, then yeah, we I, had the guy come out, and he was fully on fire. Like, yeah. no no effects were added. He was, it was fucking insane. And then he went down, and you and another stuntman off camera yeah. put him all out. Put and then out. I popped yeah. up smoldering. And I'm like, woo, that was a doozy or something yeah. like that. I do remember. I do remember. I remember this, the stuntman saying to me, when he goes down, you got to put him out, Donald. I do remember that. I do remember that. Donald, do you remember your scariest stunt? Did you have any super scary stunts? No. Uh, I don't think Turk did a lot of scary stunts. No, not on this Not on this one. At least it wasn't scary for me. Oh, I see, because you're so darn manly. I wanted to talk about your chiropractic adjustment from the janitor, which is hilarious. <laughs> Wait, so this is what happens. Elliot and Carla... Feel like uh, they uh, need to nurture relationships in the hospital, and so now, now that Todd is no longer this, you know, uh, he's no longer this straight sexual harasser. They're like, well, he could be our new gay best friend. Yes, they're and, excited and, to have a gay best. They're they're very excited to, to hang out with Todd as a as a gay man because they they they're excited to have a gay best friend. Right, but this this happened before in some way where the janitor had dreams of being a chiropractor <laughs> and the girls wanting to nurture that relationship somehow convinced uh, Turk 
to play guinea pig for the janitor's adjustments. Right. And Turk gets his neck almost broke. And it's much. fucking hilarious. Dude, Donald, I don't know what it is about you screaming in a high-pitched voice. It started <laughs> in clu- We all know it began in Clueless. But I didn't any- scream in a high-pitched voice in Clueless. Okay. In Clueless, I go, ah, I scream in a low-pitched okay. voice. Okay. Well, okay. I take it back then. There is something about you screaming in a high-pitched voice that makes me crack up every single time. And the way that uh, that John Michelle shot that, where you turn to the way turn the camera and the sound effect, and then you scream, that was fucking hilarious. But then yeah, I, so sells it. He does a dead sailor drop, <laughs> <laughs> and then dead sailor drop is when you drop like a plank. Yeah, Johnny, you always fall like that in the show. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> and Donald does a dead sailor drop, and Zachy, you did it perfect out of the bath when. You're in the ice. You get yeah. up. We pull the dead. <laughs> and that was a big fall. Dead sailor drop. Scene. Yeah. Um, okay, so that that was amazing. Now, Todd. Um, uh, the Todd is so confused. Okay, he says he's getting his gay on, and um, but is he? Conf- I don't think he's confused. <clears throat> well, what do you think, Rob? I mean, it's funny to talk about this seriously, but like. <laughs> okay, so you mostly were heterosexual, and then the women sort of talk to you because they think you're gay, and then you came out of that meaning like maybe I am fluid, uh, wh- whatever, <laughs> queer, and you just really embrace it. <laughs> I say, uh, hey, hey, Mickhead, is that package for me? You know it is. <laughs> and then I say to Donald, hey, buddy, we should totally have sex sometime. Yeah, they, they totally ruined it for me. See, no. you guys totally ruined this for me. And then you go, you were really, you said to someone else, you were really impressive, though. The, the young, handsome guy comes up to you and goes, hey, um, uh, you, were really, <laughs> you, were, you were really impressive in surgery. And do, do you know the line or you want me to say it? And I go, uh, hey, thanks. And you were really impressive in the shower this morning. You know, <laughs> dong-wise. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, that's my most requested joke, like on Cameo. Really? Oh, that's it. Dong. Give me, you're impressive. Hey, happy birthday. I'm really impressed with you. You're really impressive in the shower. You know, dong watch. We should mention that you're on Cameo. Johnny C, are you on Cameo? Yeah, sure. So there you guys go. Aloma, are you on Cameo? No, I don't know what that is. I told you. Okay, well, Old we're going to get you. No, but we're going to get you on Cameo because it's a it's a fun it's a fun thing, and uh, and 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 if you're listening, if you're viewing, uh, you can uh, get both Johnny C. You can send messages to your friends from from Johnny or uh, or Rob. I'm sure Rob has to say dong jokes. How many times a day do you have to say dong? Jokes? Um, all my uh, cameos are in character or in varying degrees of character, <laughs> so it's just you know, bajingos, boobs, and hogs, bone organ suction. Let's play John Madden football on her Xbox. It just it just keeps going. I do like two to three minutes of all. You know, it's pure sexual innuendo. 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 Aloma keeps saying how old she is, but I swear to God, I haven't seen you in so long. You look exactly you look the, the same. same. Aloma, yo. You have not you aged at all. Same. The same. Thank you. Thank God you. Bless. That's great. Um, do we? Um, uh, Adam the other C Rob, has. Oh, you want to ask? Sorry, one second. I just wanted the other Rob line that made me laugh out loud was uh, he turns to the girl. The, one of the nurses, and he says, admit it, we doinked. And she says, I was sad because my dad died. And he goes, I wasn't. I wasn't. 
Oh, you know, we gosh. watched the show the other night, um, Amanda and I, and uh, you know, she said, "Are you and Amanda song. still together? Are you just oh, still yeah. together? Oh yeah, we love. We watching can't the keep. Tr- Wait, you're still well, together? Going- yeah, Amanda and I are going strong. Everything's great. Our dog is uh, Max is right here walking around. What Donald's trying to say is, we didn't know if you were still together or not, but she, we just watched the episode where where uh, I'm flirting with her at the, the bowling the bowling alley. alley. Yeah. yeah, right. I saw you guys watch it. Jesus, sorry, you guys are animals. Jesus, no, no. She's no. a very beautiful lady. What are you going to yes, do? I don't blame you. Well. I don't blame you. But we watched the well. episode, and then the janitor's like, "What are you?" Because I'm checking out all the people, and, he, and I'm like, "I'm the Todd." Yeah. And then it cuts to like Johnny C and like losing three patients. And like she just said, that was so funny. And now I'm crying. Yeah. yeah. That's the magic that of the show. Yeah, that is it. That is it. You know, and like, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't really get emotional until the third dude. Cause that's the one that hurt. You know what I mean? When the guy with the, with the kidney issue, when he goes, that's, that's the one that hurts. You know well, what I mean? Because, two- because he was friends with Dr. Cox and, and the other two, at least we knew, we, the, the writing tells us that they are, could die at any moment, whereas yeah. Cox reveals, um, you know, he, he could have lived another month. Right, Johnny? But I think there's two interesting things there. One, that lands when we uh, turn on to Judy and Judy's reaction to Cox flipping things and flipping yeah. It's like a light switch for me. It's the waterworks just go because... It's off of Judy. To me, it's all about Judy. And then the other thing that was really interesting there was that we shot it a bunch of times, and the line was, he wasn't about to die, was he, newbie? He could have waited another month for a kidney. And we shot it a bunch, we were done, and Zachy, you came over, and I'll, I'll bastardize this, but the operative word was he. Not that he was gonna die. The die wasn't the operative word. It was that he. And so I went over to John Michel, and you were right, and I hadn't tracked that in my brain. And I went over to the director, uh, John Michel, who was also the editor on the show, and I said, can we do one more? Because the operative word's not die, it's he. That's what mm-hmm. distinguished this room. Yeah. Life. And it was a note yeah. that you gave, and it was genius. I gave you a note? You absolutely did. And oh, you God, were- I, I, I hope that was appropriate. No, I wasn't directing the episode. <laughs> it, it was appropriate, and it was <laughs> The take that's in the show. Wow. Well, I, 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 you, you've done so much fabulous work on the show, Johnny. But you, your work at the end of this episode, I'm oh, sure there's amazing. so many doctor. I'm sure there's so many doctors and nurses and healthcare professionals that have been in the position that 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 you so beautifully articulate um, with just wanting to fucking trash the room um, out of frustration, and um, I get goosebumps and tears in my eyes every time I I, I see it. And then you turn around as you're leaving, and I try and go. I'm like, "Where are you going?" By the way, the, with the worst shift's not over. Yeah, and and uh, and the tears in your eyes. It's just like you're like, "I'm out of here." And I know we then go into a a, a, a little bit of an arc of of you not wanting to come back to work, which is which we're about to start. Uh, talking yeah, you about get real here. depressed. Uh, the character gets real depressed. Cox gets real depressed. Um, I thought for some reason. When Brendan Fraser passed, that was the that was the big one. But this one that's coming up is a like you don't you don't want to come back. And then we have the big party for him, right? Then there, welcome back. It doesn't that happen? Welcome back, Coxer. I don't know. Is that yeah? It's about going to happen. I don't know. I wish I still I had the so. T-shirt though. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. 
Hey listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is it something sweet? Try the new seeds, fruit, and nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds. And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day. Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein. Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts bars, and Kind Savory bars. Shop on Amazon today. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova's store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tacova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joel um, and Daniel, you can come back in for a second. How's the chat? Are people enjoying the show? People are oh. loving it. Oh it is gosh. insane in there. Hi, everybody. Hi. Thank you for your thoughtful nice. questions and your love. I love it. Yeah, and really um, have so much love for been, everybody. Has there been an answer on um, which sound effect they like the most, Daniel? What's what's happening with that poll? I bet you it's what you're trying to get into a day or soon. Well, uh, we, will have that, we will have that poll up shortly. But in the meantime, everybody sorry, sorry. is just saying hi over and over. Uh, <laughs> okay. Love so much. All right. Um, and we'll, and we'll get back to you shortly. Okay, put up the new poll because we only have about uh, 10 minutes left. Right? Is that one up yet? I think it should be it should be up shortly. We were we submitted uh, we submitted options for the poll a little while ago. I had some good suggestions. Okay, uh, it's up. Yes, that is up. Ah, here we go. Okay. Okay. You ready? Are we getting results? At have any bottom, results at, come in? Oh, we got some results. Okay, let's see. At the bottom of the table. Yeah. Tied for last place, bong noise and thunderous applause. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> Whoa! The these results, y'all. Wait, how what? many people have? How many, uh, thunderous uh, applause then for y'all? Then how about we have, that? We got about we're short. We're about about three hundred votes in. About three hundred votes. Oh, we just started. It just started. Okay. Started. Okay. Okay. Second to last, what you're trying to get into a day of shoon. Okay. Thought to be closer up. In third place, Zach, stop talking about your willies. Okay, go ahead. Second place, well, shout out to me. You honor me. Yes. Wow. Oh, for the board. Do you hear this? Nice. No. No. Oh, the shit's broken, Dale. I know. Okay. <laughs> Dale broke that and, shit. You broke and, it again. And, 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 and the number one, Zach, I love you. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Most popular vote by a long shot. Uh, you guys have betrayed Donald. Johnny C, if you, in Loma, if you don't know, that's uh, Donald's wife, Casey, saying, Zach, I love you. Zach, I love you. Very popular sound effect on the show. Um, tell us what you're up to. Johnny, I know that you're doing Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It makes me jealous that uh, they get to work with you. Tell us how that's going. That's great. We shot it right in the middle of COVID. It's, uh, they have the same arc as us. They got canceled, uh, and then they got picked up like scrubs. And yeah. they took, they got canceled and then COVID happened. So they took a whole year off. And then when they were back on, they said, do you want to come in uh, a big bad arc on this thing? It was fantastic. So it was, a, it was a great gig in the middle of COVID. Did you get to work with Andre Brower? Yeah, he was a total Hercules. He was fantastic. I, I think he's such a fine, fine actor. He walks on water. It's fantastic. Yeah. And um, uh, Rob, how's the real estate going? If you want to buy a house in uh, right. in Santa Monica, Rob is the guy who will sell it to you. Yeah, I, uh, Rob, what's, what the heck is going on with these prices, though, man? Like, what was 1.5 last year is now fault. 3 million, man? You're blaming Rob on the, uh, on the housing market? 1.5 uh, last year is now 3 million, dude? <laughs> because of COVID... People want their own castle so they can be away from everybody else. And there's this mentality of like my my home is my is my sanctuary from the world we live in. And there's a scarcity of inventory and interest rates are down. And in the last 12 months, I've sold like 
sixteen million dollars worth of real estate in Santa Monica. So it's just wow. like, good for you. Good for wow. I just did the math. I just did the math on twenty uh, percent of that, that Rob. And, uh, <laughs> not twenty percent. Oh, it's not twenty percent. The cameo um, money. That's where the big the money. Cameo money is where the money is. And Aloma, you made a joke about being retired. I hope that's not true. Yeah. Didn't I really? just see you on a show recently? Weren't you doing a a, a Disney show or? A... Oh no! And you guys just got picked up for a new oh, season. No, we oh no! No, 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 no! She was grooving for a while there. That was great. Right? Oh. Yeah, we had her. Damn. All right. Well, she went out with a bang. We'll never know. Wait, yeah, no, she's right. oh. there she is. Yet. Hey. So weren't you, you know, doing, I'm like... tired of this damn thing. So <laughs> I'm gonna say very quickly. <laughs> I am collecting my retirement and have been since 09, but I have not stopped working. I am still working. I'm doing a show in Atlanta called Young Dylan with a little kid yes. that was discovered on the Ellen show. Yes. Right. Yes. I play his grandmother. So, and it's for Tyler yeah. Perry and Nickelodeon. Are you living in Atlanta that. right now? Are you living on the, are you living on the Tyler Perry, uh, in the Tyler Perry compound? No, no, we did do the compound in December. You know, he locked mm -hmm. us all in and flew us on a private jet. I was like, oh, yeah, this is, I don't want to get on the commercial flight no yeah. more now. They don't spoil yeah. But, yeah, we were locked in, but now, no, we go and, you know, I have a house there, so I go and stay okay. in that house when I'm there. And then well, I, I hope you never stop working, Aloma, because I hope you never stop working Me because too. you are a fine, fine actress and you're hilarious and your drama work is beautiful and you don't look like you've aged one hour since we saw you. Uh, well, you're so kind. It was good seeing you guys. Continue. All right. Oh, Goodbye, Aloma. I miss you so much. Love you. I love you guys. I, I would give thunderous applause, but, I'm, but, I'm, but my machine's broken. Apparently um, thunderous applause isn't liked either. No, that's just a, we're just, the poll is going to have new results. Rob, it was great to yeah. see you. We love you. Uh, love you, you guys go to Cameo if you want Rob to send a message to, about his dong to your friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's great a media, great guys. idea, actually. I might do that for Christmas. Rob, I'm do you send get in you. the banana hammock? Do you get in the banana hammock? No, that's extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like on our show. When, could you hook up an old friend? When Jimmy Walker I, wouldn't I, say uh, I, dynamite, he, it's extra for dynamite. <laughs> it's extra for dynamite. Hey, it's great to see you guys. This is a beautiful episode. There's a nice walk down memory lane for me, and uh, and uh, I'm glad to share it with all of you. All right, so Rob, we love you. you on the show, Rob. Love you, Rob. Rob. And Johnny C. McGinley, I, I, uh, I say it every time I see you, you're one of the finest actors I've ever met. Uh, you're one of the finest actors working, and it's such an honor to be your friend. Thank you, Zachy. Can I mention that... Uh, on November 13th, we have our uh, at Global Down Syndrome Foundation. We have our big, giant fundraiser uh, that'll be virtual this year. It's called the Be Beautiful, Be Yourself Fashion Show, where all our models usually walk down a catwalk accompanied by uh, big stars that come into Denver. And it's our big fundraiser, and it's uh, for the Global Down Syndrome Foundation. It's called Be Beautiful, Be Yourself Fashion Show. And it's on uh, November 13th this year. And anybody who's looking for something to do on a Saturday night, November 13th, please join and us. Is there a place, Johnny, where anyone can donate to that cause? Yeah. Or the website for the Global Down Syndrome Foundation. And uh, from there, it's all easy. Also, if anybody watching or listening to this does uh, have the great fortune of having a child or a young adult born with Down syndrome, the Global Down Syndrome Foundation is an indispensable resource that if you're not aware of, you should be. It's the Global Down Syndrome Foundation. It's easy to find. 
just go to that website and there's all sorts of tools and information for you that are uh, limitless, limitless. Awesome, great. And you are such a good father and you're such a good friend and we love you and thanks for coming on. Thank you for being on the show, Johnny. It's so love good you. to see you, brother. And I'm glad to hear your golf game is on the level, bro. Yeah, Johnny shot par today, which apparently is very good. It's tidy. Wow. Okay. It's tidy. <laughs> par is good, right, Donald? Yeah, par is great. When you shoot par, you're, you're Have you shot something. par before, Donald? A few times, yes. Okay. Um, I've shot par on the mini golf. Um, but You've never shot nice. par in mini golf. You're lying right now. You're lying. I got it in the windmill. I got it in the Woo! windmill. That's great, but you didn't shoot par. All right, I think the show went good, guys. What do you think? I'm, I, I'm oh, exhausted. Oh, my God. It was a blast. I need to go dude, we a... did two hours plus. Yes. I'm just Aloma? saying. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. How what funny was Aloma? The oh most God. funny. Oh, my goodness. Incredible. Well, thank you, um, Daniel and um, Joelle. You guys are the best. I know we didn't get a lot of time with you because you, we had all these surprises. But, no, we needed um, the surprises. We need to shout out Kayla also. Uh, Kayla. Kayla, who did shout all the behind-the-scenes tech. Uh, thank you so much. You did a great job. That doesn't and, mean get on camera, Kayla. Just stay off yeah, camera. Yeah, Kayla. Oh, my, Kayla, oh my gosh. Kayla. <laughs> Kayla alone. Uh, <laughs> calm down, Kayla. I'm just kidding. Um, we, uh, hey, fans, we love you, and thanks for tuning in. Um, we do this podcast. If you're new to joining us, uh, every Tuesday we, we release an audio podcast. You can find it anywhere. There's merch. Uh, apparently, podcast people really like merch. Oh, we got and, the merch, and we have. Oh, we merch. put some out. We put some out. Uh, we're we're talking about uh, the holiday season right now. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, and we're ugly thinking sweaters. about ugly Christmas sweaters. You guys, yeah. let us know what you think of that. Yeah, ugly and, Christmas fake um, doctors, real friends, ugly Christmas sweaters. Um, and uh, and a shout out, of course, to all the healthcare workers on the front lines during this insane pandemic that seems to be endless. Um, still going. We know that a lot of you uh, listen to the show because you tell us, and uh, this is the most sincere thing uh, we can say. Thank you so much for putting your lives on the line and for your bravery and for um, being the incredible human beings that you are. And that's not just doctors and nurses. That's orderlies and janitorial staff. and uh, People who work at supermarkets, if yes. you're out there in front of a bunch of people, you are on the front lines, and we totally appreciate you. Amen. Yes. Um, Donald, I love you more than you know how to love. That's not possible. It is. It's not possible, <laughs> buddy. Um, all right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye, gang. Five, six, Here's seven, some eight. Stories <laughs> about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, he's got stories that you all should know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? 
even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tacova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova's stores, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry. Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors depending on what you're craving. They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food. Try all the flavors. Shop on Amazon today.